Welcome to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where three Australians talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode by episode. I'm Chris. I'm Mabel. And I'm Megan. And today we're talking about episode 2.9, What's My Line? Woo! Part one. That was super fun to say. <laughs> 2.9, what's my line? I thought it was Whose Line Is It Anyway? I just watched Whose Line Is It Anyway? No! More or less, I do always forget that these episodes are called What's My Line. I don't yeah. know, it doesn't, I don't associate the episode with the yeah, title. What, I saw where it, does that title come well, from? Well, because it's in, the, it's in the episode. She says like, because um, it's about careers day and mm. Buffy's complaining. She's like, oh, it's oh, ready for another oh, week of playing What's My, what's line? my line. Yes. Um, yes. And so that's where the title is from. But um, yeah, I saw it coming up in like the DVD menu and I couldn't place what episodes it was going to be. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now, mystery solved. Yeah. yeah. So, what's my line was written by Howard Gordon and Marty Noxon. Yay! Marty Noxon. Do you remember Marty Noxon now? Oh my god, oh we've my literally god. mentioned her like four times. I, know. I, really I, 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 I thought this would be the time we'd remember, and then I, I, I saw too. Chris's face just now be like, Marty Noxon. Uh, what a weird no, name. That's a funny name. I can hear you say that every time. Oh my god. She's a big deal. She is a big deal. She's like showrunner <laughs> in season six. <laughs> She's showrunner in season six when Joss goes off to do other things. Anyway, written by her <laughs> and Howard Gordon and directed by David Solomon. I can't believe you forgot her again. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking dickhead. All right. Spike brings in three professional bounty hunters to eliminate Buffy while she ponders on what her profession might be if her fate was not already sealed. Buffy meets another slayer, Kendra Young, much to Buffy's dismay. Um, spoiler alert. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, is that weird? Hey. Where is this thing this is like Buffy written? Wiki. This is yeah, Buffy so, Wiki. So everyone yeah. who's reading it has seen every yeah. single episode before, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. I'll stay away then. I yeah, guess. do not go on All Buffy right. Wiki. All right. uh, a two-parter. Two-parter. Yeah. A TBC. Question, did mm. it need to be a two-parter? I think, like, I thought, because I think yes and no. Mm. Largely no, but the thing that I love about it being a two-parter is that you get that excellent cliffhanger at the end of the first episode. It's a good cliffhanger. It is great. Yeah. Yeah. It and is I think great. that's kind of <clears throat> worth splitting into two parts because I, especially when you think back when you would be watching this and it's coming out weekly and you, yeah. that, it so you have to like wait that a whole and you have to week. wait a week. Yeah. It was kind of awesome. Yeah, yeah. that was awesome. And I know it's usually sort of Monster of the Week, but couldn't they have just done it over two independent episodes? Because like, they do do that sometimes. They do sort yeah, of Yeah, I on. guess it's 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 kind of a story, a, sort of a mini story arc in a way. Like Kendra is only in it for those two episodes, the sort of Order, to, Order of Taraka. Like the themes that run through this episode mm. or this these two episodes true. are very much a beginning, a middle and an end. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a, a usual episode where it has a beginning and a middle and an end, but it is in fact split over two episodes. Yeah. So I, I kind of like, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, good. Good, I'm glad you dig it. <laughs> but yeah, Thank I, you. I, I think the reason I was all yes and no and kind of agreeing with you is I think whenever I watch these two episodes, the the pace often feels kind of slow. It does. Over it. It, like is, I it think, certainly does. And you're kind of holding on to the interesting bits every time they like pop up, like the real story development, plot development bits, because 
everything else is just moving kind of slowly. Yeah. I'd say it was probably like they wrote this episode and they when they sort of timed it out, it was probably like an hour and ten. Yeah. So it's too long for one episode and then they're like, well, fuck, we're going to have to fill it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that, yeah. that's exactly yeah. how the conversation went. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, someone's yeah. got too excited, put too much plot in, and it's just like, uh, how do we, we can't pull that out because that, that needs this to be this. And <laughs> yeah. Well, knocked my glass of water over <laughs> there. It was really stressful. It was really stressful. Thank God you're Woo! quite far away from the equipment. No more hand gestures. <laughs> oh, speaking of equipment, we should mention that, yes, you may oh, yeah. notice that we do have we our proper now. sound We're equipment back, back. Apologies, it was pretty bad there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Uh, Anyway, should we talk about the actual episode? Like, you know, yeah. stuff that happens and stuff? I think we should. All right. Nah, Christine's unconvinced. Maybe we should talk about something else. <laughs> All right, let's talk about something else. I should, I should be clear. I forgot my notes. I usually take notes because <laughs> I don't really know what I'm watching. And I take notes to try and sort of keep up. I forgot the notes today. Yeah, this is going to be great. Uh, this is going to be a, <laughs> uh, a Chris, this is gonna be a Chris Light episode. <laughs> and how long ago did you watch the episode, Chris? Uh, <laughs> probably nine days. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Not much has happened since then. You haven't like watched a thousand <sighs> comedy festival shows. Shows. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, we will. We will. Uh, anyway, we open on career day yeah, I, at the school. Yeah. Can I ask a question? Do Australians have career career fairs? And second question, follow-up question, do Americans have career fairs or is this just a trope that we see on TV? I, I ask myself the same question all the time. Yeah. And I remember being so excited for high school. I can't wait for career day because it's always in American TV shows, always. Mm-hmm. And it never really happens. This sort of at uni, there's a couple of them. Yeah, but not, I, I found at uni, yeah. there's a bunch. Like I went to a summer school recently. There's a whole careers day fair there. Mm. And sometimes they're kind of like optional opt-in things. I think in high school, particularly in Australia, it's less so. They, mm. You still have that like optional careers aptitude test that you take when you're about to start working age. I think around year ten, you get it. Really? When? Yeah. I, 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 not every school does it, but a, a lot of Australian schools still do. It's it's kind of outdated, which is I think it's. Mm, but it there is. is there is this sort of like careers aptitude test that's similar. To they probably take the Myers Briggs test now well yeah <laughs> it's the latest rage oh, i always yeah. wanted to do that test i always wanted that yeah test. Well, I, I, wanted I, I i think i skipped school that day and i came oh. back and i didn't know what was going to be on and i came back and i was like damn it i wish i knew what i You're was going to do in my life it was the wrong day so i did one of those <laughs> i am unemployed now don't skip school guys uh, yeah I, I, I did one of those online tests, um, one Library. of those online apps. No, no, no. The aptitude tests yeah. are like, you know, career tests. What should I be, right? Because I I was I loved acting and music my whole life. And I was like, well, I love those things. So I'll find out what I can do as a career yeah. using that. <laughs> no, no, it was a legitimate test. Um, and, I, and, um, and it came back and it said that I should be an actor or a musician. Oh. Uh. I was like, no, I was looking for things that would give me money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's telling of like what, cause what you like were putting into oh, the test. Totally. I mean, you know, totally. Yeah, that's I just clearly you wanted want to, to be, just be an yeah. actor or a musician. Yeah. They are my life goals. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I kind of, I always assumed that it was a bigger thing in American high schools though, but that's probably yeah. just based on all these TV shows I've seen. So our American listeners yeah, tweet please, at us. Did you us actually know. have a career hmm. fair at school? I'm very curious to know. Yeah. 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 I actually went to a pretty useful career fair in uh, January this year. Well, good. Yeah. 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 Great. That's really useful. What'd and you say, know what you want to be now? Well, yeah, I, I, I saw all the presentations and stalls and then was like, yeah, I want to be none of these things. Oh, that uh, is helpful. And yeah. it was really then a, helpful. Then a guy in a suit tapped you on the shoulder and said, hey, you're going to be part of the <laughs> FBI. Let's go. That was weird and creepy. We will get to it. But oh, that was weird and creepy God. and such a stupid, lame plot point. Anyway. I love it. <sighs> okay. Um, so they talk 
for a bit about but yeah, as soon as it stuff. opens on careers day because I think it gets like a little more emotional when you kind of see the impact on Buffy but as sure. soon as it opened on the careers day banner I was already like oh careers day is so sad for Buffy yeah like I think I already remembered yeah like, so we cut to Spike and Drew's lair um and they're talking about the book I told you the book was kind of come yeah, back. Yeah, the book was going to come back, that random... You know the book in Lie to Me when I was like, oh, B story, pay oh, attention sorry. to the book. You know the, 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 the vampire that was like a... She was that name of the minor carrier, wasn't it? She was not. Oh, I no, think, I did Roswell. Yeah. I did Duty. Oh, yeah, shit, that was that episode. Yeah. I think I... Yeah, anyway. So many books no, and she was amulets the, she was and the one goblets that, like, and... stole it and ran and then, oh. and then it was all like, decided... if she hurts Buffy and then she was, like, pretending yeah. to be Cordelia but it wasn't and her oh. angel was looking... Wait, no. Oh, no, yeah. you are I'm mixing, mixing episodes. up episodes. No, no, it was the... <laughs> See how many the, fucking books are there? It was the vampire that um, the, the lie to me guy pretended to kill and then she came back and got oh, into the yeah. library and Buffy realised that he was lying to her about killing the vampire and she had a book in her hands and left the library with the book. Right. And I said, well, that'll be an interesting B story later. Oh, my God. Do you guys never listen? You never listen. No, I remember that. I'm definitely what? blending two episodes. <laughs> did, did that vampire look similar to the other vampire? No, like, not at all because she was uh, blonde. That's really weird that yeah. I mixed that yeah, up. Yeah, you really did. Yeah. I remember the yeah. book anyway. and then the, And, like, the dude with the glasses was trying to read the book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, pay attention to this I think book. I remember now. I actually think I remember now, but I actually think I'm remembering what Mabel was talking about. <laughs> and so now I'm oh as confused as Mabel. I'm oh with it. God. Oh, God, I'm with it. Anyway. Th- I think anyway, so, the book's I, come back and yeah, it's very yeah. exciting. Yeah. You don't need to remember. It's all covered in this episode. Yeah. I can't remember if this is the first time we've heard that the book is linked to Drew's Cure. Because I think, well, you guys I certainly don't. You don't even remember the book <laughs> being introduced. No, exactly. I think it yeah. You know what? I don't think I even knew Drew was sick. Well, she was pretty healthy. I'm like, like, I'd actually kind of forgotten that was why they were in town. Yeah. 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 I don't think they really bring it up. Well, well at the beginning they do. That's the reason yeah. they're here. When they first arrive yeah, says, at the beginning of season two, yeah. um, he's like, yeah, this is the town that we have to come to to get you well again, my love. But she looks fine. She's running around and shit. Well, like, actually, oh, only got a couple like days left. this like, episode, I don't know why, but they seem to have like put more bruising on her arms. Do yeah. yeah. Like, she does seem like, much more sickly this well, episode. Well, yeah, because she she's supposed to be getting worse because it's supposed to be like we're running out of time. Well, that's yes. what Spike says. Yeah, it is just this, like this weird, mysterious illness that she has. It's like she yeah. got taken over by, like well, got yeah, attacked by a mob and now she's like got this weird illness. No one knows what it is. Exactly. After all these years, I still don't know like how vampires get sick. Yeah. I don't really get that. And I was like, yeah, I realized when they first came to town that spike was already planning for this potentially i thought he was just like this is a good little town for us to lay low and recuperate you know i thought it was just random yeah Mm. yeah it was very random like i mean i feel like the whole vampire mysterious illness was very much not well fleshed out it was just like she's sick and she needs to come to Sunnydale to get better. I feel like That's with all, all of know. these, maybe they were just like testing the actors still. They're like, let's not overcommit to the story because mm, if they're shit, we want to pull them true. out. Yeah, that's you true. Uh, so we had the switch this time. We started with the bright, happy school and then we went to the dark place. You know how every other time, yeah. every episode has been like dark start and then yeah. switch to happy school I and also, then credits. I also quite appreciated the um, the segue. It was like Buffy talking about, you know, her future and then yeah. instantly flips to like, 
drew for seeing the future with tarot cards. Yes. And it was like, they do a lot done. of, they do do a lot of like smash they, cut edit jokes. They're just, they're just they kind of it. little really obvious segues, but yeah. I love them. I love them when they use them. Yeah. 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 So we have the credits and then we get our obligatory opening scene in the graveyard, which I've been waiting for from yeah. the beginning of the episode. Not much in the graveyard. <laughs> I got super excited because as that scene was happening, I don't actually remember what happened in that scene, but like, there was a guest star and it said Armin Shimmerman and I was like, yay, Snyder's back. God, I love Snyder. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's fucking, he is great. He He's warms so to me. He's so great. Yeah. yeah. So great. I think when he first popped up, I just didn't want to get too attached because yeah. I was convinced he would die. <laughs> you were. Yeah, like you thought we were going to have like a rolling door of principles, yeah. I remember. He seems like such a killable character. He really well, does, he? Like, but they're keeping him around. Oh, yeah, I'm loving yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was less like, oh, at the credits because it was careers day I kind of assumed this was going to be like a school episode that included Snyder yeah mm. yeah true yeah. so I remember now so Buffy is standing and she's wandering around and she comes across this crypt where there's a dude inside yeah right and um she sort of stands outside yeah. and waits for him yeah do you think she did that so she had time to come up with the quippy line <laughs> oh for sure <laughs> For sure. We, we, we don't see that every time she does that. She's always constantly. She's like, ooh, there's a vampire in there. I'm going to wait out here and think of something cool to say when he comes out. Yeah. Yeah, that's all the B-roll. God, some of these vampires are so ugly. Uh-huh. This guy as well. Wait, you think nerdy guys are super ugly as a vampire? They're all ugly. Except for like Spike and Angel. And one of the girls. Some of them are just fucking the supporting vampires. Oh yeah, well, the, see, that's the oh, thing. Like they have different... the majority of the supporting vampires were a, a lot of they. They often had a lot cheaper, quicker yeah. prosthetics put on their faces. Yeah. yeah, and so like the the, the sort of long term vampires had much more sophisticated prosthetics that right. fitted to their faces, and that they took sense. a lot longer to put on. Yeah. So the short and, vampires, yeah. you know, with short life lifespans. Yeah. I like nerdy book librarian. Uh, I like nerdy book librarian. Do guy. you? Yeah. He's cute. Yeah. I mean, not like cute. No, no, no. No, 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 <laughs> or do they just wear him for aesthetic? Yeah, like yeah, maybe he's just he's he's like a hipster nerd. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's definitely it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so. it's totally that. Every yeah. morning he gets up and he's like, "Yes, the wireframe glasses." He's <laughs> <laughs> driven straight from LA. He's like, "I'm going to show Sunny now how it's done." Boom. Yeah. yeah. So um, Buffy does her little dusting and lets him get away, and then um, yeah, it's very sloppy. Very sloppy. I mean, I think this is sloppy already life. you see this throughout the the next you know this episode and the next one where Buffy, you know, she's like. Having real issues with her calling and yeah. she's really, you know, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Struggling. She's struggling. Yeah. She often does. It's a theme yeah. that we see and I come back already again, again. Her, like, resting her laurels outside that crypt is lazy slayer work. Lazy yeah. slayer work. If she'd gone in and not waited to, for them right? to come out so she could quip at them, That's she'd right. have got both of them. Yeah. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um uh, so she goes back home after doing her slaying and encounters <laughs> Angel, Angel in her bedroom <laughs> holding her stuffed pig, oh, Mr. Gordo. Mr. Gordo. Now, I can't tell you how badly I wanted a pet pig when I was in, in high school and I desperately wanted to call him Mr. Gordo. No. Desperately. Yeah, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, give him little wireframe glasses. 
I also really enjoy the classic Joss humor where, you know, they're chat, chat, chatting and, um, and Buffy's like, oh, you don't need to whisper because mum's away in LA in th- till Thursday art buying. And, and Angel's like, why did you come through the window? Yeah. <laughs> Habit. Habit. Yeah, I appreciate that. Good stuff. Um, I still, I don't know if it's, I think in this particular rewatch that we're doing with the podcast, um, you know, I'm looking at things a little more in depth because I want to be able to talk about it on the podcast. Sure. And it's getting, I don't know, I'm, I'm a lot more aware of, you know, the extent of Angel's creepiness. Yeah. You know, and it's, I think it's not that it wasn't, it's not, it's not glaringly obvious every time I watch these episodes, but I just don't think about it. I'm like, yeah, I'll let him get away with that. I'm not watching it about this. But he's just he's just it's so overtly weird. Stalkery. I mean, he's I lurking. He knows about exact, Career Week. He's exactly. like watching he's her like, while yeah, she's Yeah, I know Career knowing. Week. He's like, I lurk. And he seems like we. I don't know. It's like part of his character that he just lurks around yeah. finding things mm. out about it. And like he even calls out the cradle robbing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And is still okay with it? I don't yeah. know. It's creepy. It's weird. He's yeah. not even really charming anymore. He really has lost the sort of pizzazz yeah. he had. Yeah, I do miss season one Angel. He's mm. the best. I know. Just those few first episodes where he's cheeky and funny yeah. and flirty. Having said all of that, I've written a note here. I don't recall exactly what it was in relation to. I think it was him organizing, you know, the private session of ice skating. <laughs> I'm like, Angel being adorable boyfriend is pretty that darn sweet. Cute. Now I'm remembering why I loved him so much. Yeah, yeah. That was so a I cute idea. Like, Very boyfriendy. Again, yeah. I wonder how much like stalking went into that because he just seemed like a little too prepared with it, you mm. know? Like So SMG, Sarah Michelle Geller, yeah. was in fact an ice skater. Yeah. That is the I reason was... they wrote this storyline. I was surprised <clears throat> that because you, you sort of, you know, it's like a normal ice skating scene in the yeah. movie. You wait for him to cut away and do a sort of far away body yeah. shot. Mm. So it looks mm. like it's they never did. No, it's it was yeah. all her. Absolutely her. All yeah. her. Yeah. 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 yeah, a little bit shoehorned. Um, oh, look, I think that was just you know they'd obviously had a chat over the summer break about yeah. what you know what they did and um, you know yeah. SMG's like oh I went ice skating and they're like you ice skate yeah. that's exactly how that happened yeah and they get the script they cross out rock climbing yeah. and ice skating <laughs> done all right but I, I do yeah it the scene is a little extended I do like watching it because I'm like oh Sarah Michelle Gellar can I skate mm. I just like watching her yeah. know, her skills in that scene and then I also just like waiting for the moment where she kills someone with her ice skate yeah you know? yes. that is, that is, it's pretty gangster you see it coming it's, and you're like you kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's I would have been so disappointed if they hadn't used oh, that. Oh, hell yeah! You know, I mean, yeah. I've always wanted to decapitate a demon with my ice skates. Yeah. Like, it's the dream. Yeah, it is the dream. Yeah, <laughs> the dream. you're absolutely right. So we go back to school, uh, and we find out that Cordy is is going to be a motivational speaker. That's that's her I career do path. See it. I see it too. I oh, love Chris it. Oh, not there. Chris is she's not that good. His head. What? No. She's not that good. I mean, no. She's like Queen she's Bee Bitch Town. So it's not like she's ever trying to motivate anyone. But like she has, she has she a has strong presence, and people listen to her. Yes. Mm. So if she used that power for good, you know. Mm. Sure, I don't agree. Oh, no way, man, she'd be a shit house motivational nah. speaker. Look out! Yeah. In alternate reality, Cordelia's on TED Talk X. Yes, <laughs> for sure. She just complains all the time. She doesn't. I don't know. All right. Well. Well. Good. Here here. Um. <laughs> so at school, and I know that Chris will have feelings about this. Um. Buffy is wearing an amazing outfit. Oh my God. She's wearing this brown, dark brown skirt with like a tan jumper and a brown line through the jumper oh, yeah. that matches the brown skirt. I had that exact. Oh, and the choker. And the choker. The choker. Yeah, yeah, of course, the choker. I had that exact 
outfit but in maroon and I fucking loved it I looked shit hot in that thing and I obviously stole it from Buffy (laughs) yeah well I feel like I used to always draw like little like cartoon girl doodles and things and that was like a common outfit I was all about the choker yeah chokers fuck oh my god I used to have this one that was like a little it was like a plastic thing that you'd just like roll over your head and and it would like sit against your skin and it was made of plastic and it was just like a netting, a sort of yeah, like Yeah, that's like the yeah, choker. That I had like everyone that and had I wore it every day. the choker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it uncomfortable? No, you I just struggle you, to breathe a little no, bit. What, no, no, it's not that tight. And you stop noticing literally it after a while. Choking. It's, like how, it's like wearing a tie. You know, first when you do the button it's up, you're it's like... More, <laughs> it's more comfortable than wearing a tie. Yeah. I don't... Ties aren't that tight. Yeah, but the top button's pretty tight sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Ties and and at first you're like, ah, no, the top button of the shirt right. to put the tie on. Yeah. You're like, ah, when you first put it on. And then you're like, oh, no, okay, keep I'm good now. If my socks are too tight, I throw them out. Like, <laughs> what? You know, because you just don't, don't like tight if stuff. your socks are too tight. You know, I mean, I thought not... all socks are one size fits all. No. 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 What? Uh, uh, <laughs> no. no. Oh, oh, why aren't shoes one size fits all? That's the same principle. No, but like socks just dance one. They stretch to whatever you No. That's no. No. I love that once again we've moved so far away from the Buffy episode. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I guess this is what happens when we comment on Buffy's outfit. This is true. So so <laughs> Buffy finds out that she should be a policeman and she's all like, yeah. blah, blah, about it. What is wrong with the police? I don't get it either because also like Xander and Willow, like I feel like, I don't know, was it that, is it uncool to be a police? I don't know. My niece just got into the training program for the police. Oh, cool. Yeah, I know. I'm glad you guys brought this up actually. She'd be, I was like, oh, she'd be a good policeman. Yeah, Yeah, this test actually works. Like it just makes total sense because again, Giles brings it up later as a parallel between like a, you know, an employee. A job that she can yes. have in line with slaying. Yeah. yeah. And it makes total sense and she'd be good at it. Yes. And what's wrong with police? I know. I absolutely. I don't nothing. get the aversion from yeah. these teen hoodlums. Honestly. Super weird. Yeah. Super weird. Uh really enjoyed Buffy's Colour Me Stunned. That was a nice little line. Just <laughs> just putting that in there. Colour Me Stunned. I'm just going to read the whole script now. Is that <laughs> <laughs> dramatic reading? Guys. Don't tempt her. She would love <laughs> yeah. to do that. So should I not then mention the next one where she's like, have a cow, Giles? Uh, God. <laughs> I think you know the answer. <laughs> oh, I have so many of these. <laughs> That's uh, number 18, Megan's favourite favorite line uh. of the week. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it yeah, it's a it's a top fifty. Uh, yeah, every she's, week. she's still every gonna week. have two at the end. Just wait. Yeah, she's yeah. still gonna have uh-huh. two. Uh, um, so yeah, so then so Buffy and Giles are having a little chat. Giles, um, Buffy's like debriefing him on her night, and before. she's super casual, like feet her on the desk. She's like, "Yeah, I he stole something. Whatever." Yeah. I'm know. impressed that they managed to come up with like new ways to choreograph these expositional scenes every For time. Sure. You know, yeah, I, mean, I had. I remember this scene now because it's G- Giles is walking in and he's mm. he's piling books. Yeah, you know? he's got the huge. He's got a pile from like his waist up to above his head, and he's holding this huge stack of books. Mm-hmm. And he's walking in and he's trying to set it down the table, and it's like just about to fall. And then Buffy like puts her hand on it and like helps him put it on the table. And I'm always watching this, thinking, is that really like a ju- like? 
it's a very precarious stack of books and it like almost falls. So they have scenes where like it did just fall and then someone's job was to like restack all the books and do the oh, scene again so that Buffy actually shot. caught yeah, it correctly. Right. I would say that all of those books were made out of paper and that they were it was all of cardboard and it was yeah. actually like bendy like made that way and yeah. like they'd actually like stuck them together. Oh. I'd say that's I, I was trying to watch no. it to see if they were really cuz I yeah. I was watching them about to fall and it didn't I like I wonder how many shoots they had to do. No. I don't know. That is absolutely They've either stuck actual books together, but that was probably too heavy. So it's then, literally it made of cardboard. Like it strings out on the table. I think it'd be cheaper and easier to find a, just get some books and stack them yeah. rather than make fake books. But you would then, but you would, but the, you would then have the issue of they would topple over all the time mid scene and break the scene. How many books were there? I don't remember. He this. literally like yeah. waist to the top of his head, like like a meter and a half of books. I would almost like guarantee like that they that they had two sets of the same books, if that's the oh, case, yeah. and they stuck one set together in a topply fashion, yeah, and maybe. then they cut to the scene where he puts them onto the table, and they're actually straightened up. Yeah, I think I might have to rewatch that scene again. I no, I don't think it's worth it. I don't think it's worth <laughs> production's time. I was like, you know, give him a few tries, he'll be able to do it. I'm leaning towards it being real books. And, you know, and it being sort of like a real scene, because you watch someone with a pile of books that's about to fall and then you can catch it and, like, it kind of works out. Yeah, you know that's in Spider-Man in, like, the school and Tobey Maguire, like, catches Marianne and, like, catches all the the lunch on the tray in one go. And he actually had to do that. No way. There's no other way of filming it. So, yeah, yeah, they had to, like, they just made it. How many takes did he do? Do you know how many takes they did that? Oh, it was heaps. It yeah. was heaps and heaps and heaps. There's a whole oh. behind the scenes of it. Holy and he had crap. to catch all these things. And so sometimes you just have to do it. That's amazing. You just amazing. have to do it hard way. So I think Giles carried just some fucking know. books. <laughs> had enough money to do so many takes of it. I think they would have been worried about it. Yeah, but I think it takes this. a lot more takes to do the lunch tray mm, catch true, thing true, than it does true. to just like put some books mm. on a table. I think we'll never know. Yeah. So we should move on. Okay. We've talked about these books for a while now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I just want to point out how really sulky Buffy gets in this scene. And I actually love it because it's such a cute dad-daughter moment (laughs) between her and Giles. I just love dad Giles. Yeah. Well, again, I think it's one of the classic Buffy episode things where they're really, like, hamming up the the subtext of the episode. You know, it's all about Mm. Buffy really, you know, wanting to reject her, calling it feeling like such a chore, a careers day, and she just... And she says all the lines, you know, like, yeah. well, why don't you get someone else to do the job? Yeah. Oh, wait, you can't. It's yeah. just me. Yeah. Take yeah. what you can get. And it's just, yeah, it's really hammed up in the dialogue and her attitude, but it's really relevant to what happens in the, you know, this episode yeah. and the next one. Very true. Uh, so then we go back to the lair. Yeah, because Giles is cleaning up after Buffy's mess. Yes. Yeah. Um, Spike calls in the Order of Turaka. Was anyone getting deja vu about this? Because of the... the the other pathetic three bounty hunters who tried to kill Buffy that one time. Oh yeah! <laughs> Yeah. I remember listening to Spike really being that the master like had had organized, <laughs> yeah, and then they yeah. like tried to kill her for three seconds and offered themselves up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and like this is complete to shit. Yeah, I know. I and it's guys. like let's try this again and have slightly you know because that was the, the bounty hunters that the um, the master got was supposed to be like the these one. are the bounty hunters, yeah. Yeah. and then they failed on try one. Sure. Mm. and then Spike was like, it's time to order you know, the order of Taraka, and um, I was like, well. Take two. Yeah. <laughs> so the master, right? Mm-hmm. Big deal. Like you. One of the oldest vampires. Oh my god! Such a big deal. Yeah. I can't believe I have to Total tell you this. It's such a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Good. I appreciate. I appreciate the tip. <laughs> so, so he's got some pull. So, like, mm. he can like 
Make a call. Yeah, like, why didn't he go straight for the Order of Taraka? Mm. Send a text and be like, but like, you know, he sends a text and whatever the most (laughs) important vampire killers of the day are, they're like, yeah, mate, we're on it. Don't worry. Scroll through his phone, maggot boy. All right. (laughs) How does Spike have enough street cred to be able to order around the Order of Taraka? I mean. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I mean, he ain't no master. But did the master kill any slayers? Like, did we ever get stats on that? Because Spike's killed two. That's a good point. That's a good point. You know, that gets you some street cred. Sure, sure, sure. I guess the master was sort of more by the book. Well, because he was all about, like, the Order of Aurelius. I feel like maybe he travelled in a different circle to Spike. So maybe that, like, maybe the bounty hunters were, like, the Order of Aurelius... Like gun, oh, guns for hire, maybe, and the Otaraka is like outside of sure. Aurelius. That's what I think it is. Yeah, like the master's more by the book, and Spike's mm-hmm. more street cred. Like yeah, you said. Like, well, kids, like, yeah. the Order of Taraka. So I feel like we're like jumping all over the place, but you know, we start learning about who they are. There's a whole bunch of like demons slash humans, and Giles yeah. describes them as like having no earthly desires. They won't stop till it's done. They just want their money. How, like, the fact that there's humans in there as well, always, mm. like, really confusing. Like, how do these humans join it? And how do they mm. not have any earthly desires? Like, they're just humans. Like, Look, I've met some pretty fucked up humans. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they exist. Yeah, okay. You know. And if they're just doing it for the money, isn't that an earthly desire? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, anyway. what do they spend their money on if they have no earthly yeah. desires? Money is only important if you have something you want to buy with it. Yeah. Yeah, where, where were we? Where were we when they were writing yeah. this? We episode? should have been in the writers' room, <laughs> quite right. frankly. Yeah, that's right. yeah, yeah. Get so, us in for the reboot, guys. That's right. So we do jump around a bit this episode. We kind of yeah. like to the lair, back to school, back to the lair, back to the school. So yep. we're back to to the fair. We're back yeah. at school. Um, Snyder's on the hunt for Buffy. Willow and Xander doing a terrible job of covering for her, yeah. <laughs> as always. <laughs> as always. But I love, I love the little interaction between Snyder and Willow because it's exactly how I would respond. He's like, "Don't feed me that. She's around here somewhere." Line, and Willow's yeah. like, "But she was just here, and she is around, yeah. around." Yeah. And I was like, "Look, how does he know? That could be the truth. Good yeah. job, Willow." Yeah. And then, of course, creepy dude approaches Willow, takes her to the closed off oh, area. Yeah. And look, I was honestly immediately like, this storyline is super lame. And spoiler no. alert, goes nowhere. Okay, I was wondering. <laughs> goes nowhere. The little curtain doorway that they've oh like separated, yeah. that yeah. lunch section. And the, and the Vivaldi playing in the background. Oh my God, Vivaldi, so the four lame. seasons. That's right. So, <laughs> canapes. And their backstory for who they're working for is like software develop. They say some gibberish jargon like they say software development something and I'm like what the fuck does that mean just that's not a job the whole thing is bullshit (laughs) and you know what I don't care you know why I don't care I know why you don't care because because oh it brings them closer together. Oh my god, I love I love how they introduce Oz into the scene. You know, they're like, and only one of the student got. You know, we only spoke to one of the student, and they kind of go out of the curtain. And I'm like, the first time I'm like, oh, are they going to get the student? But then the camera just pans. Like Willow turns around to sit down, and there's Oz, and he looks at there. her once, and then he double takes. I know because he's been looking at her, and he knows that this is the girl, and he's like oh playing it cool and offering a canopy. He's so excited. I love her. I love him. And- I love him in all. He's so cool. Uh, He's cool. So cool. Cool as a cucumber, man. Do you know what I love? I love that finally Chris is on board with one of our, like, oh, my God, dudes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's true. It's kind of nice. It's kind of nice. So fucking cool. (laughs) It's such a good match. Uh, I know. It's just nice. It's just nice. 
I'm so yeah. glad it's not going to be ruined ever. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> yeah. right. It's just going to be ruined. It's just going to be know. good and be good forever. Because Mabel, Joss Whedon is known for giving characters happy endings. Oh yeah, and, you know, he definitely finding love for people and letting them live out that love. Yeah, for the rest he gives of their us days. what we want, and yeah. then we he lets us keep it. Yeah, he lets That's us keep it notorious. Uh-huh. Whedon. Jokes, Whedon. <laughs> 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 So Buffy and Giles go do some reconnaissance in uh, the parking lot of the studio in which they film Buffy. I mean the cemetery. Smooth. <laughs> 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 chip on your shoulder. <laughs> no, legitimately though, they talk about it. They redressed that because they didn't have a lot of money the first couple of seasons. Yeah. They redressed that little parking lot. The, the, they're walking through the daytime cemetery and it's like a little curved road with little pieces of, of lawn. look at this. You're going to have to watch it again, seriously. And like Joss talks about it all the time, how many times they had to try to redress it to look like different cemeteries and like uh, different, and it's just, yeah. you know, they worked really hard at it and they do a pretty good job because I don't really feel like I noticed until years later when yeah. You know, yeah, I, I heard I, them talk I, about it. It doesn't bother me. Like it, no, it doesn't bother it, me at all. They do a good job. It. It I actually it love it. Good. It's mm. kind of nice and it's a nice little, you know, I mean, you do what you have to when you've got a low budget, you know. Yeah, yeah and they, yeah. they worked with their small budget really well. I think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's great. It's so great. Uh, I can't remember what this line is related to. (laughs) Note to self, religion freaky, agreed. Body parts or fingers of saints, yikes. Yeah, yeah, no, that's because... (laughs) Because that's what Buffy. Huh? That's what yeah, well, Buffy, you don't have no shopping so list. You know? or... <laughs> no, because that's um, it's the name of the kind of like tomb it is, and yeah, Giles is tomb like, of oh, this. It's uh, no, there's like a special name for like what kind of tomb it is, and he's like, yeah, that's where they used to bury like religious items of extreme importance or whatever, oh. including body parts and things. And then Buffy says, "Note to self, religion, religion freaky, freaky." Ah, oh, so I was oh. just like writing down one of my favorite lines again. Good, yeah. good, <laughs> good. Nice. Um, so yes, so they're in this in the cemetery in the crypt, and Giles puts together the fact that the tomb yeah. is the tomb of Delac, which is the same as the dun 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 book that was stolen from the library. Yeah. What? Uh, what? I what? love what? yeah this whole episode, like even from the start. Giles is so instantly panicky about everything. It's almost like he had nowhere to go because first he's like, "What? You didn't find out what the vampire stole? I this know. could be really important." Yes. And like he, Chill d- out, yeah. like really at that point, he has no extra reason to believe it is important. But he's already like peak worried, Giles. <laughs> and then he gets You're to the right. tube, and he's still like. Ah, it says I feared. <laughs> it's was, something important. I was right to be extremely upset before I knew the full story. Yeah. It's almost like I did know the full story. <laughs> um, but yeah, and watching this reconnaissance mission, it's just, it seems so almost like needlessly easy and trivial. It's like they walk in, Buffy's just like accompanying Giles. He looks in, doesn't even like look in the tomb. He just is there, looks at the name DeLuke and is like, Duluc. yep. Let's go back now. I have all the information I need. Yeah. It's like, cool. Did you you make Buffy more of a truant? Yes. Yes. Honestly, Giles. freaking careers week. Oh. Snyder's after her. Yeah. Could have let her stay in school. So we get another edit moment where Giles says something's coming and we cut to the bus station and there's one eye guy. Way to blend. Way to blend. (laughs) One eye guy. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and so yeah, so we see one eye guy, and then we see bug guy, and then we mm. see bug guy is so gross. Bug guy is bug so guy gross. It's a special place in my heart for bug guy. Oh god, it is. 
Oh, I don't even know where to start. Because he's creepy by himself. Oh, yes. Before he turns into... Yeah. Before he turns into... And, you know, I mean, nothing says creepy like the name Norman Fister. Man Fister, God. Oh, no. Yeah. No, Man Fister. Oh, Man um, yeah. yeah, like I mean, you're right. He's completely creepy without the bug edition. And I like, he seems to be like an overachiever. You know, he's like mm. set up in town and he's just doing his kind of like personal freelance creepy mm. killing mm. that's unrelated. Yep. He's just mm. like all about it all the time. So I know he's creepy, but I just think we need to know more about him. <gasps> what? And so that's why. I'm more about He's this week's. Wait, what is this? Name that money. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm so neither glad was you I, neither was I'm so I. Because he's such a he's, he's such a force. Are you telling me this act is a real person, not just a robot? I know, I know. Who knew? Oh, Who Norman knew? Fister. Norman Fister. I want to know what he's like in real life. So he is played by Kelly Connell. Oh, Kelly Connell. Kelly Connell, an American bo- actor That's born in Seneca Falls, New uh, New York, in 1956. That's an actor's name, you know. Kelly, it's a Kelly Connell. Stage name. Kelly Connell. Yes, indeed. Norman so Norman Fister uh, is the name by which the second of the assassins of the Order Taraka identifies himself. Uh, he is human in appearance, but is actually a demon whose real form was that of a sentient hive of maggots. Love it. Love it. Under this form. <laughs> can't get over the Not really. It sounds like a character from Seventh Heaven. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it totally yeah, does. Kind of. <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's find out a little bit more about what Kelly Connell does with his time. Kel. So he's actually a hardworking man. Yeah. You know, he's been in quite a few things. Um, so his his last thing that he was in was a short called Oatman Goes South in 2018. Uh, you know, you love it when I do this. But he was in Spider-Man 2. What? Really? Dr. Isaacs was the name that he was the character yeah. that he played. He was in touch. I'm also something of a doctor. No, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, it's <laughs> like a half meme, whatever. Okay. Someone, will, someone will appreciate it who's listening. Uh. <laughs> that was for you, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> Hope you enjoyed it. Uh, he's in Touched by an Angel. Uh, he was in CSI Crime Scene <laughs> Investigation. Oh, look, everyone, everyone's been in CSI. Yeah, he was in it for like. Five or six episodes, oh, though. Yeah, okay. Randy Gesick, the funeral Randy. director. He can play. He Randy. is yeah. so a funeral director. That is yeah. such a good oh, cast yeah. for him. Yeah. Yes, yep. yes. Uh, he was in the TV series Chicken Soup for the Soul. That got made into a TV series. I have no idea. That's great. I've never Do you know of it? Do you know of Chicken Soup for the Soul? It was this like nineties. No self-help kind of feel-good book. Oh, you know. You know, and there were all these, like, uplifting stories where people had these, like, you know, um, (laughs) you know, hardships or adversities that they had to face and they discovered something amazing about themselves or other people throughout the process and they'd write these stories. Chickens are for the soul, no? That got made into a TV show. It got made into a TV show, apparently. Yes, and he was in that TV show in an episode called The Heart of Christmas. That sounds right. <laughs> he was in Sliders. I've talked about oh, Sliders before. Have. Remember and Jerry O'Connell? And we didn't. And you didn't, didn't know, know it. You didn't know it. Yeah. No. Well, I remember just thinking about the burgers. 
I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about it. He was in Chicago Hope. He was in Rugrats. <gasps> he was in Ally McBeal. <gasps> oh, my God. I love oh. Ally McBeal. He was in Party of Five, Star Trek Voyager. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. He, he had set. He was a proper dude in Picket Fences. 73 episodes of Picket Fences. You guys know. Oh, my God. I'm so old. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody out there, please remember Picket Fences. <laughs> Is it like a Buffy spin-off thing? <laughs> Yeah, right. Oh, he was in Hot Shots. Do you remember that terrible, oh, terrible movie? Charlie Sheen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He played an air controller. Um, uh, he was. He gets around. I love yeah. this guy. He was like in he... a lot of stuff. Good on you. He's good. Yeah, yeah, he's good at his Connell. thing that yeah. he does. Yeah. yeah. I like to think that in real life he's completely different, and then he just particularly wants these roles, and he goes to the you know the casting and just yeah. just. Totally gets into character, which yes. which I'm hoping is just completely unlike his real. Goes full Norman Fister. Yeah, full Norman Fister. Full Norman Fister. Yes, excellent. <laughs> so yeah, that is this week's name that minor character. On awesome. your Kel. On yeah. your Kel. Well done. I bet I know who you thought I was going to do. I, I I thought I knew. Yeah. yeah. Was it going to be? But you might do it next episode. Maybe. So... Maybe. Two party guys. It's a two party. You never know. Could be in. I don't think I know who I thought you were going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be interested to see. I don't think it's going to be who you thought I. Was. I don't think you it's. I don't think it's no. who Chris thinks it's. No, you know what? I think it will be. Because it's a male, isn't it? That you think. Yeah. And I can't do two males. No, all. you can't. No. You know how I feel about that. The yeah. Patriarchy. That's fair. Um, <laughs> so anyway, oh, okay. All right. We so we met one eye guy blending super oh, yeah. well. Then we met Buzz guy Norman Fister, and then then we cut to airport. Yes. And we cut to the plane hold. Did you think this woman was the? Oh third? yeah, I really want to hear Chris talk about this. You know Did what? You I kind of thought it was until just now when I <laughs> sort of thought about. Because, you know, they say three, you're like, oh, yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then some other stuff happens. And I think only, yeah, only just now I really (laughs) think, oh, wait, that was like a. That was actually the Kendra, not the third third one. I think they did this so, like. It was well done. This, yeah, yeah, this was done so well. Yeah, I was talking about Sinker, they got me. Yeah. 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 Even, like, I think just because I've seen it before, when I recognize the actual third member of the Order of Taraka. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's her. But even the scene with the the airport and her coming out of the cargo thing, I'm... It just throws it because it feels... It feels evil. She's wearing shiny pants. Oh, she looks evil, right? Like Like her attitude... Only evil people wear shiny pants. Seriously. (laughs) I used to wear shiny pants. (laughs) In this TV show, only evil people wear shiny pants. I also had shiny pants. Now my pants are matte. I love my shiny pants. (laughs) 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 Because you've reformed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's we're how really, you tell. We're really proud of you, man. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I thought it was done really, really well. Yeah. I love it. I agree. Mm. I agree. So so we, we leave the three that we think are the Order of Taraka and we head back to the library. I remember watching that scene where the three pop out. I remember thinking, oh, this is the cliffhanger. This is it. This oh, is the... you thought it would end. And there's like another 20 minutes. Yeah, man. Yeah. 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 That's really like, it strange. feels yeah. slow, right? Because yeah. it's still it a 40 minute episode, but it just it feels... Does. Mm. So Giles, the research guy, comes through, discovers the stolen artifact is a decoder for the very important book we've known about for three weeks. All these spooky wooky details <laughs> just go right over my head. I just it's so dense. I can't remember what we what the name for it was. I remember talking yeah, about it in season it was, one. Uh, yeah. It was like a 
Kaflubitism. Yeah, it was a yeah. really weird like, word. Like, uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. But yes, that, yeah. that, it's that that thing. Flubotinum or something. Flubotinum. Yes, yeah, that was that it. Well right. done. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. I just, I just can't. I just yeah. can't pay attention. Look, I can't that's fine. It. It's just that you generally need to understand that there's something driving the plot forward. Yep. That's all you really need to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then Giles looks up, concerned. Yes. And you know something's going wrong. Oh my god, it's this thing, <laughs> and we have to do something about it tomorrow. Yeah. 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 Time's running out. I really like. It didn't even bother me. I kind of just loved all of Giles's over-the-top concerns. Oh, I totally do. I love it always. Someone's going to do it and he does it well and I love watching it. Hell Yeah. yeah. So he, of course, wants to take action now. Buffy has a lame excuse to why she can't do whatever he wants her to do so that she can go on her date with Angel because she's busy. Yeah. Uh, It's it's so funny how she – it's like – her excuse making is so weak, you know. Yeah. She's trying to get out. She's like, "What?" But I'm not even good at the bookwork. And Willow supports. She's like, "Yeah, Buffy should you know recuperate, like you know, hone her strength yeah. in in getting ready for the fight." And then as she's walking out. You know, Xander's like, "What about my snacks?" And she's like, "I got somewhere to be." It's like she's gotten out of it. She's now <laughs> yeah. not hiding the fact that she's, she's going, going on a date. Else. She's like, "Convince Giles, I'm going on my date now. Yeah. And I'm not even going to be shy about yeah. it." And then we get about 15 minutes of ice skating, and I don't even care because it's so pretty. It's yeah. Such a Pretty yeah. scene. Yeah. It is about 15 minutes though. It is, it is <laughs> about 15 minutes. And like, I don't know, her outfit is just so ice skatery. You yeah. know, she's got like the neck scarf that kind of like flows out behind her as mm, she's doing her twirls. It's so pretty. And she's just such an ice skater. I think I, if it was fake, it'd feel really long because it's actually her. Yeah. Like yeah. This, I it's kind of cool. It's like, why oh, they kept it going for yeah. so long. Yeah. It's just like, seriously, guys, look at how good she is. Exactly. I find it kind of mesmerizing. I'm watching yeah. it and I'm like, yeah. yeah. And like, the music was really nice. It was a lovely scene. Yeah. And like, even thinking about it now in hindsight, I think it's even nicer when you think about you know, her role model when she was a kid, before she found out she was a slave, she's like, that's who I wanted to be, Dorothy, whatever, who, was she, is she someone that people know? Dorothy Hamill. That one. Mm. Is she famous? Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's my <laughs> era. <laughs> <laughs> She had this childhood role that she just wanted to be forever and she'd kind of like let that go and half grown up and half yeah. not. And then she just had this moment, you know, before Angel is there mm. where she's just, you know, he, she's dressed in her little skater outfit yeah. and she's skating and she's yeah. just kind of, I feel like feeling like a bit of a little girl again. Yeah. Which yeah. is really nice for her. Look, I watched that scene and I was like, I remember being in high school and thinking, oh, I would love if that was the way I looked when I ice skate. Uh, I just imagine that's the way I am. And then we cut to the scene where Buffy falls on her ass and slides to the wall and I'm like, but that's what I actually look like ice skating. (laughs) Yeah, I never really get the hang of ice skating. Nah, I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. No. Um, Creepy one-eye guy shows up. Yeah. Does not look any prettier in low lighting. (laughs) Let's be honest. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah. And, of course, we get the fantastic scene where she slits his throat with the ice skate. That's awesome. So good. So good. good. Really enjoyed the dead guys on ice. Yeah. That was great. Mm. And we have, I think... We have that like small, quiet, like you know, quiet romantic moment between Buffy and Angel, where he's all like, "I don't like you seeing me like yes. this," and she's like, "Oh, I didn't even notice," and like touches his face all gentle. And I think it's she has a like Buffy or like Sarah Michelle Gellar has a certain like face she puts on when yeah. she's doing her like intimate Sweet. Angel moment. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. you know. So right. And it was and when she said that line, it was like, "I didn't even." Notice. Yeah, it was just such one of her faces. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she does that. I know exactly what you're talking about. 
It's a, I mean, it's a beautiful scene, though. Let's be honest. But it's, it's almost like it's always such like a deliberate, like manipulative type. Because I'll be like, like I, I find it hard to believe that she doesn't notice. But I feel like she's just yeah. doing that, like yeah. good girlfriend being of super convincing. She is. She's like, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't even notice. notice. And then kisses him. Sweet. He's so full of self hatred. Quick little issue. Sure. Yeah. And I know it's low budget at this point, <laughs> and you know you gotta be, you gotta watch with a grain of salt. No blood. There's no blood from the oh, dude. dead guy. It should be like pouring yeah. it all out. The, I mean, right. this is yeah. not this is not True Blood Game of Thrones era. This is pre that stuff. Yeah, that I stuff know. was, I think was not right, I think allowed. I think I'm, in my memory, I must mix it with another ice death yeah. scene from another TV show because I, I watch more. it and I was like expecting to see Same. it. Same, yeah. Um, and like when I cut my neck shaving, it <laughs> would it would have filled it would have filled <laughs> that oh fucking God. ice rink with blood. It just does not. stop. Stop. And this guy yeah. has his throat cut open with yeah. the fucking ocean. Maybe throat. it's a weird demon bleeding thing. I, I you know? wouldn't yeah, say you know he what? just instantly coagulates. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I actually oh no, yeah. Um I I wouldn't say that it's a budget thing. I'd say it was a censorship thing. Um mm. they did struggle to get a lot of stuff across the line a lot of the yeah. time. And yeah. it really it really like I joke, but it really was pre HBO days. Yeah. yeah. You know, no, and so and they were on a, a, a much sort of um more family friendly channel yeah. than yeah. HBO, so they just wouldn't have got away with it. That makes sense. Yeah, I think yeah, that's definitely what it is. Um, Buffy kissing Angel with vamp teeth. Did anyone ever else think about whether she gets you know Ooh. like bitten? Cut. Yep, totally. <laughs> like asking the right questions. Yeah. <laughs> so a little bit of a gaff here because Uh-oh. Angel talks to Buffy about how he like and the way he talks about it. What are you both laughing? No, no, Why are you both laughing? funny. It's good. Come on. <laughs> um, he's talking about how he's no control over when, it, like, the way he's talking. It's like he has no control over when his face changes, and he can't just shift back to human. Yeah. Mm. Um, and he's like, "Don't look at me," rather than just shifting back to human. Yeah. Um, but every other time that you ever see the vampires, they're like they control when they shift back and forward between. Vampires. I think. Well, I think it's because I think when it comes to because so, sometimes vampires like. You know, they amp up, they like shift on sure. purpose and do it. And then sometimes it happens like mid combat, like yeah. he'll be getting beaten up and then his face mm. will change as he gets into this more like carnal, adrenaline, ag- aggressive mode. And I think when it's fueled. that one, he has to sure. wait for that like adrenaline to go down again, is right. what I always assumed. It's like it's right. a combat brought on thing and it kind of just has to amp down. And so then I always assume that like the act of kissing him just kind of is slowly bringing him back to yeah. I angel face. I agree. Good. Mm. I'm, I'm sold. Second question. How did Kendra know to go to the ice skating ring? Did she follow the scent or like, well, did she follow the one eyed guy? Maybe she, I, I assume she followed the one eyed guy. Why? Because he's a demon. Is he? Or is he a human with a one eye? Oh, I thought he was a demon. He's not necessarily demonic. He seems super strong, though. He did seem super strong. I thought he was a demon. Hmm, I don't know. Maybe like I'm just a, curious. It seemed like a bit of a plot hole. Maybe like a halfie. Happened yeah. to I, a bit of a halfie. I never yeah. thought it was. I thought she tracked the demon because right. she came to Sunnydale to fight evil. She's like sure. super to the book Slayer girl. Gotcha. Yeah. Tracking gotcha. the demon. Sort of a Slayer sense thing, right? Yeah, right. To an extent. Yeah. Okay. And you know, they, 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 always talk of, they always talk Very about different. tracking demons. Yeah. Just Slayers sniff them out or something. Yeah. And, and Angels of Vampires just sort of sniff him yeah. out as well, I guess. Yeah. Sniffs from that as well. Uh, what, yeah. yeah, well, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I stand by it. Mm, cologne. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I seem to just followed the. I think the one eyed guy was a demon. 
All right, good. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I accept it. I don't, I don't, I think it's a bit of a retcon, but I'll, yeah. I'll accept it. Yeah. Yeah. Take it. Yeah. So I've got this, my next little rant that I've written about, right? It, it, it has apparently been resolved and I'm willing to wait until the, the episode after the next one, which is um, an episode called Ted, because apparently it's going to be resolved in this. Okay. But like, so Giles has his serious voice on. We cut back to him and he's all like worried about the order. They really played this order up. Yeah. And it went exactly nowhere. Like, <laughs> you know, you can kill as many of them as you like. Right. And, and there's always difference. another one. You can kill one and then another and then another and they won't stop until the job is done. And we're never going to hear from them again. Spoilers, guys. I Spoilers. I know, but I really needed to talk about this. I needed to talk yeah, about this. Yeah. I mean, because I... you knew, you already knew, right? You just knew <laughs> that you were never going to hear from these guys again. Yeah, of course. It's just classic, this kind of, like, storyline. Yeah. yeah. They could have done so much with it, though, re- recurring throughout the years, I feel like. You know, it could have just been this, like, up to the scare factor. And it just... Like, I don't miss it. I don't I, 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 don't, I don't miss it in later that. episodes. I don't think I would have gotten anything out of them being like, oh, Monster League Plus, don't forget there's another one of Taraka guy this time. And I don't, I, don't, I don't need them. Well, I don't yeah. know. Apparently, apparently in Ted... Um, they, yeah, in the episode Ted, um, they talk about the contract is pulled because of what yeah, happens at well, the end of the I next assume, episode. Yeah, well, that's what I because they're hired. Oh. And so I yeah, assume. because yeah. the person who hired them. But yeah, I'll look out for that. Had an in, organ fall on them. That yeah. episode. Yeah. But yeah, it is super built up. You know, like it's angels and so they're like, go hide. This is serious. Don't flirt with me anymore. I'm serious now. And Giles is like, go hide. And, yeah. And it's, yeah. Yeah. And like on top of all that, they still kind of just like let her go off by herself and just like wonder and like she's going back to her home alone, which is you know she doesn't feel comfortable with. And yeah. She goes to and it's just like if if this is so dangerous, mm. why mm. is she alone? <laughs> I know. I guess you know. I think she probably orchestrates that herself a lot of the time. Like I'm sure yeah. that Giles would choose to protect her if he could, but it's hard but, like, to do I mean, so. Angel, especially if he's like, this is so dangerous. Like Angel yeah. should be like chaperoning her or something. Yeah. Well, Angel's busy. Angel's always busy. Mm. Giving his half health good. every. <laughs> so she, Buffy, yeah, is wandering around, you know, she's wandering through the school all scared and stuff. Yeah. She's freaking out and she yeah. attacks Oz, who's yeah. still not clear what he's supposed to be trying. <laughs> Cute line. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cute line. Uh, it's rare. It's rare to see her this fearful. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was shot really well. As soon as like Giles, you know, because you can almost hear the the Giles's line over the top at the end. Like it could be anyone. You don't know who it is. You don't mm. know who it's gonna be. And then you see her like leaving the school, walking through that hallway, and the you know the camera's looking at everyone through her eyes. And, yeah. And even you as you know the audience members just feeling the anxiety. It is. It's a know? really tense moment. And, it's actually well shot. Yeah. And you and you don't know if it's gonna be one of these people pop yeah. out like right now. Yeah. And I think they did a really good job to like bring you along with her feelings there. Initially, I thought I was like, "Oh, why isn't she wearing her sad overalls? Because it's a sad overalls day. She's wearing her sad flannel instead. Yeah. But maybe it's her scared flannel. Maybe the Ooh. flannel is for when she's. I do like when she pulls out the scared flannel. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Buffy turns to Angel for support, but he's not home. She's all alone. Is is this the first time she's been in his apartment? She seems super no, curious. I, I I think she visited before. Surely someone did because we yeah, got Darla two did. Yeah, I remember, but I think after. I can't recall. I'm embarrassed that I can't recall. I well, surely at some point. I mean, it's hard because I, you know, but like, yeah. I thought she'd been there with him. If she knows where it is. 
But yeah, well, that was my next question. How does she know where it is? Like, do the, uh, like it's do we know that? she And because she seems super curious when she arrives, like she's checking stuff out, like she's never been there before. It's a really nice place. It is a nice place. Yeah, he definitely killed someone for that. Is she limping? Yeah, she <laughs> yeah she is limping because she's limping through all the scenes. Right, she's hurt her knee at the ice skating fight, oh. and it's all like bruised up. And she she's limping ever since then. She's I injured. Did not totally notice not that at all. Yeah. Well, she's gone. So then we cut to the dude from Becca. Yes, yes. <laughs> so this is who I thought the minor character know. would be. And I was going to do him actually, yeah. but then I decided he was disgusting and I didn't want to spend any more time on him. What, the actor or the character? The character. Okay, all right. <laughs> I, I don't mind the character. Oh, he gets pretty gross next I mean, episode. Oh, he does, he does, he does. But like, I don't know. He's, he's, I mean, he's got his own sense of like, but I, I think that, okay. I am going to feminist rant. He is one of the like problems with this era, right? In that he's kind of this lovable guy, but he's he? also he is super... not lovable I... for a fucking second. No, but he's like, but he's, he's that not. he's that sleazy, snaky version of lovable. Like there's this, there's that... this guy that was in that okay. TV, TV shows at that time where you were kind of like you just thought he was funny and silly, and you kind of enjoyed him. As I don't know if that's how he comes across. He's you not Joey so? Triviani. Like yeah. it's a different. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, good. Good. Well, that's he's, good. He's like a gross, pathetic weasel type character. Yeah, he's you know? the lowest of a low. He's yeah, just he's a, like just... the scum that you scrape off your shoe. Mm. Yeah, and like yep. he's just dirt. He's a little fucking rat, and no one can take him seriously. Everyone yeah. just beats up, beats him up yeah. every he's chance dirt. they can, and it's fun to watch him get beat up because you don't like this guy. Yeah, all right, good. And he's just dirt. I'm convinced. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he is the vamp bar owner. Um, Have we seen the vamp bar before? Uh, I don't think so. No. no. This is the first time, which is great because it's another really convenient so plot weird. device yeah. for our lead characters to yeah. go somewhere and get information. Yeah, love yeah. it, love it, love it. Uh, just why is Angel so much hotter when he's torturing than when he's moping? <laughs> oh I don't know God. what it is. Yeah. It's because it so it's when he's torturing, so he's not doing his like Mom's pathetic, <laughs> you know, love, stalkery, sad. Yeah. Remorse yeah. thing. It's hot know? when he's all like, you know, tell me what's happening. <laughs> Where are the drugs going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like it when he's hot, Angel. <laughs> and so now. <laughs> you guys are weird. <laughs> uh, so uh, while he's there, he discovers evil chick, quote unquote, the third order of Taraka, oh, yeah. starts beating him up. She must yes. be bad because she's. Yeah. You know, beating up uh-huh. someone that we know to be good. It's okay. a very cleverly done story. Oh, yeah. And it's when she talks about well going done. after his girlfriend, uh-huh. he's like, don't touch her. And it just, you really, yeah. you have no you reason assume. to think that she's not with the Order of Yeah, Tarka. absolutely it's not. It's done so well. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, so she locks him in the cage and she says, I think it is funny now. Just real quick. Let's. Uh, yeah, are we talking yeah. about this now? Let's talk let's about, about this yeah, now. Let's, okay. talk about it. let's talk about it. Uh, acting's hard. Acting is so hard. Do not blame Bianca Lawson. But I, 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 I'm, I'm going to read you some things. Do you want me to read you some things? Acting so hard. <laughs> Acting is so hard. So this woman applied for this role uh-huh. and was not told it would have an accent, first yep. of all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, she was provided an accent they that was a very specific Jamaican dialect, right? Mm-hmm. And she, she, I think she got a coach or something um, and she learnt it and then she got on set and the problem was that if you say it properly in the Jamaican accent, 
you literally can't understand it as yeah. an English speaker. So they kept like making her adjust the way she was saying it while she's trying to do the scene, having yeah. just learnt this Jamaican accent. Seriously, poorly, poorly managed. Oh, look, no yeah. one wins. No, no one looks yeah. good here. Yeah. Uh, it's, Everyone yeah. fucked up. It's, yeah. It's yeah. such, the accent, it's like such a weird thing because instantly it's kind of, it's it's hard to listen to. It's really hard to listen to. But you to. don't, I mean, I think she does well to kind of crap because, I don't know, over the, this episode and the next one, it's not, like, it doesn't make me hate her or anything. No. It's, it's, like, kind of annoying, but it's it's fine. Like, yeah. you get used to it. She of. hated it. She was really unhappy oh, with it because, I'm, you know, she was like, great. people are going to think I'm doing this wrong when yeah. in actual fact yeah. she was changing it based on what the directors kept telling her to do. Well, yeah. I think it's, there's, this, there's this one bit where, I'm pretty sure it's in this episode anyway, but, like, yeah. Buffy... This is the next mimics episode. the accent. It's the next episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's okay. Talk about it. Yeah, she, we'll, we'll talk about she it. She mimics well. the the accent back at her. Yeah, which I think is like a I really. I think we might make him. I know, and it's... she improved that because initially, obviously, there wasn't meant to be a Jamaican accent. Yeah, so yeah. she improved that on the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Sometimes you just have to call call an audible and say no accent, don't need it. Yeah, it's unnecessary. <laughs> when you're a Slayer, you lose your accent. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just make that decision. It yeah. was truly awful yes. it was a really really bad accent yeah, yeah. it was terrible and yeah. you, you just you just know there's been some miscommunication on set. Yeah. like yeah. Uh, hearing that story yeah, makes, makes, makes absolute sense. sense i'm yeah. so glad i didn't know that yeah That's, i'm that yeah. puts a lot of there's no one these are talented people yeah. like, they make I, know. TV. I know and she's good you know she's <laughs> yeah. actually a good actor yeah but, no, um, she, yeah you know yeah, but she just was given the this really just shitty. Dicks yeah, out like it a does. sore thumb it in does. these episodes. It was such a bad decision. And I think it's just like so in the next episode where Buffy does like mimic the accent back, I think it just kind of caught like it brings it to the surface. It draws attention to the fact that it's a bit of a joke. Yeah. Like this accent mm. that is here that doesn't belong. Yeah. And you know, Sarah Michelle Gellar clearly improved, but it just yeah. kind of sticks out like, yeah, it's ridiculous and that's maybe what you would do if you were listening to this accent. Yeah. And like, I feel like everyone can do a bad Jamaican accent. Yeah. Like it is such yes. a low hanging fruit. It yeah. is such a low, like <laughs> for all the accents to choose, why Jamaican? Mm. You know, it was a bad choice. Yeah. Like, yeah. I watched Black Panther like a couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah. Like, like, right before I saw the yeah. saw this episode. Yeah. And all the accents are on point. Yeah. They're yeah. so flawless. Yeah. And this, it's just and like, oh like, God, yeah. what the yeah. fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? It's very yeah. disappointing. It's, it's, yeah, it's bordering on racist. Yeah, <laughs> if we did a thing that like lost the episode, like that would be yeah. it. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. that's what lost the episode. Yeah, yeah forget it, about it. It does verge into so bad it's good sort of territory sometimes. It's uh, just like like it's well, so. That's what always surprises me. Like the more I watch this episode, I always think it's going to be more and more annoying. But like that, the weird thing is it kind of does. Like I. I get used to it. Like it just kind of becomes part of the Kendra character. Yeah. And yeah. it's just a fuck up. It's a massive yeah. old fuck it's up. It's terrible. Yeah. It is terrible. Hey. Okay. So let's move on to Willow's frog fear. <laughs> so we're back in the library and uh, Giles is really worried about Buffy and he sees Willow who's fallen asleep whilst researching and um, she screams out, don't warn the tadpoles. And I'm, I promise you this won't be the last time we hear about Willow's frog fear. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah, Giles uh, takes her awake and she's like, don't want the tadpoles. And and he's like, you fell asleep. You're in the library. Um, don't. And he asked, I feel like it, don't want the it's tadpoles? weird that he questions her. Like, clearly she was having a weird <laughs> yeah, dream. I don't I know. know why he's bothering to probe yeah. further. But yeah, he's like, don't want the tadpoles. And she goes, I have frog fear. Yeah, weird. God bless her. I know. Just, you know, just rounding out Willow's character. They're kind of weird, Enriching it every time. Yeah. Um. So Giles figures it out. Figures out the link between Drew and Spike and mm-hmm. Angel. 
Yep. That they're going to need it. But alas, so have Spike and Drew. And yep. so did, did, the, did Giles already know that Angel was Drew's sire? Or is that just information that Buffy had? Uh, that's just information that Buffy yeah. has. So at this stage, I don't think that Giles knows who the sire is. Yep. He just knows. So he figures out that Drew has needs blood from her sire. Yeah. That's all he knows at this point. Yeah. He doesn't know any more than that. Yeah. But then we cut to Spike and Ain- Spike and Drew and they're like, you know, they she presses on the she puts her finger on the angel tarot card. Yeah. Um Yeah, actually no I didn't I always look at that tarot card and I'm trying to figure out what it's supposed to be telling us. I never realized it's that an was angel. an angel. I didn't realize <laughs> And that always shits me with these fucking tarot card readings. Like these, <laughs> like these are Cards that you're supposed to be able to tell, like every you know, any future with, and it's an angel card, and his name happens to be Angel, and like that works out really well. Yeah. Like, what was the card gonna be if his sire was, I know. you know, something Doug. else? Doug. Doug. <laughs> yeah, it was gonna be a spade. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then we cut to. Cordy driving Xander to Buffy's house. Oh, yeah. And she's whinging, and Xander says something along the lines of, look, Cordy, if you want to be a member of the Scooby gang, you're going to have to do stuff like this for us. At what point has she expressed an interest in becoming a member of the Scooby gang? Yeah. Also, at this point, so, like, because you see, like, Angel gets stuck in the cage, and then, you know, Kendra leaves and is all like, you've got, you know, a few mm. hours till sunlight or whatever. Yeah. And then you cut to the library, and so, the, like, Giles has been going all night. Yeah. Willow's fallen asleep. But Dude's so got it's, mad, just crazy hair, crazy but, research But so hair. it's before sunrise mm. still. So what, it's, sure. like, maybe, like, 5 a.m. Yeah. at this point or something, and he calls Xander at 5 in the morning to all of a sudden say, like, yep. best check on Buffy now. Yep. You know, like, what is that? Like, has did they <laughs> like, better go over there? Right? He's like, no, go now. I don't know. Get Cordy to drive you, which is also a weird suggestion. And, and why is the discovery that the sire is what Drew needs the thing, the impetus yeah. that drives needing to check on Buffy? It's just, like, a really random reason to get Xander and Cordy sure, to Buffy's house. Because sure, it's five sure. and. It's just so out of character for Giles to be like, wake up Cordy at five in the morning and get her to drive you. Like, she's not actually part of the group. I mean, it could be 9am by now. 9am? Why not? Yeah. I mean, you know. I don't think it needs to, like, the, yeah, it's, it's quite right. sunny by the time Yeah, Cordy well, by the Xander time they ride over, ride like, they drive over, over um, yeah. it is. Which... But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Like I, I'm 100% yeah. on board with you. The whole thing. And I mean, did he call Cordy's house then? And be all yeah. like, hey, come pick me up. Yeah. And Cordy's like, oh, okay, sure. I'll do yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, look, it's flawed. I enjoy Buffy, but it's full of this shit. It, it is, is full, full of this the shit. Brim. And yeah. yeah, and like when they get there, like what are they? So they're supposed to be checking on Buffy. They yeah. knock on the door. She's not home. So, so they, he breaks in through the window in, and yeah. like walks around. And they spend so long there, you know, mm, before, like deciding that she's not there. Like, yeah. what, and what are they looking for? Yeah, what is Xander doing the Upstairs. whole time? Oh, that- he's like, ew, he's doing something creepy in her room. Ew. ew, he totally oh, he is. Totally is. Oh, he's sniffing her shirts and ew, stuff. Ew, ew. <laughs> this didn't happen. In, in, in defense of Xander, which is something I don't enjoy saying. Of <laughs> not on the screen. Let's be fair. Probably check it under the bed. We know Xander, okay? We know him intimately. 100% sniffing her shirt. I can tell you what they're looking for. Good cosmetic products. Apparently. 
Norman Fister. Norman Fister. They really for the rest. They really play up. You know the the first victim and then Cordy. You know the whole like free samples, free, free. Yeah. yeah. Almost to the point where I'm like, is this part of his demonic power? Because it just seems like a little too entranced. She's very yeah. tranced <laughs> yeah. by him. Yeah. Free. Free. Weird. Free. She does say that almost trance-like. Yeah, yeah that's it, interesting. Yeah, yeah. And the, I mean, the first victim—it's hard to tell because she kind of opens the door and already looks like she's half dead. Yeah. And then <laughs> has a killer scream. By the way, I forgot to mention that I was oh, so yeah. distracted well, by the minor character. So it's quickly, it's a great scream. Yeah, yeah, it happened so quickly that I'm like, he was really taking his time with Cordy. He really did take his time. With I Cordy. liked. It. Well, I think it's because he was waiting for Buffy. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. But I like to think it's also because he, like, Cordy was a lot more talkative than the other <laughs> victim, Probably. and he was getting a little tortured by. <laughs> Is what I, I like to think, think that too. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> so then we cut back to Angel stuck in a cage. Yeah. I'm sorry, but why is the sun that's all the way over in the corner right now making Angel weak enough that he's not able to get out of the cage? I mean, a bunch of vampires got out of an Armageddon-style bunker like two weeks ago. I. It's why I think that as well. Yeah. As soon as he's in there, he's got. It's still dark. He's got a bunch of time, and he's clawing at it. Like yeah. vampires should have the strength to break through that. Because every it's time, like, why? Yeah. Anytime Buffy has like locked yeah. someone in a cage, it's like they'll get out eventually. Yeah. You know. It's like, I know. It's a and matter it's like, of time. And like he's like the the sun is like over in one corner, and he's lying in the other corner, like starting to like pant and get like really weak and stressed out from the bit of sun that's over in the corner. The man is literally like standing in the shadow of trees. <laughs> Working, watching Buffy all the time. But I think that's again something I wrote before where we don't really get we don't really get an explanation for like the extent that direct sunlight versus indirect sunlight affects yeah. vampires. I you think know? it's just poorly like, at this point. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that happens. And then we cut to Buffy, who's rudely awoken by the ambiguously evil chick. And then oh, yeah. and then the chick fight in shoes. <laughs> Chick- yeah. I can't even. I, I don't want to try and do yeah. it. Don't, don't try to do the chick fight thing. Nails are the best. Yeah. They're a great weapon. Yeah, just quietly. And then, and then, Buffy's like, "Who are you?" Bum, bum, and she's like, "I am Kendra, the Vampire Slayer." That was terrible. I saw. I'm sorry. I was as good as hers. So. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And we're all like, "What?" Yeah. End episode. Too big. Yeah, yeah. So good. Great, great ending. Great, great ending. Perfect. Great oh, ending. They, they, I love that they dragged it to the very yeah. last second. second. It's not even that Buffy found out and we had an idea. None yeah. of us had any idea. None of idea. us knew. We yeah. all thought she was evil. Yep. And now it's like, excuse me, what? Wait, is she lying? What? What? Do we have yeah. to wait till next week to find out? Yeah. Yes, you do. Yes, you yes, do. You yeah. do. Because we're going to do this episode in two parts. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's the end of the episode. We had a death count of three. Okay. A vampire staked by Buffy, the, by Buffy at the beginning. Um, Mrs. Kalish was killed by Norman Fister. Apparently she had a name. I, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and have a guess. Have a guess what one-eyed guy's name was. He had a name? He had a name. I really want you to get Cyclops it. McGee. That's, I mean, it's on the way to that, if I'm totally <laughs> honest. His name is Octarus. Uh, That's terrible. Octarus. Octarus. His classification was human, according to Buffy Wiki. Oh, so there you oh okay. Yeah. So he's, right. he gets is to the Gimela. the first human enemy to be killed by Buffy. Oh. oh. Well, because that, yeah. Oh. She's possibly unaware of his human nature. Yeah. Don't make excuses for her. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, no, he was human. Interesting. According to Wiki. I mean, I don't know what Wiki's necessarily basing that on. Mm. I mean, she left her buddy 
down there to die. What's his name? Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. No, Jesse. What? Oh, yeah. oh. No, other friend. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Floyd, fucking Lloyd. No, Lloyd. 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 Um, Ford. 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 <laughs> Ford. <laughs> Ford. <laughs> Ford. <laughs> Ford. But anyway. Ford. Hey, we got that. This system works. It worked. It I got work. to phlebotanum. I got to Yeah, fluid. you did. You <laughs> did. Don't knock it. To that me. is a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like she left him to die. Well, because when we found out that the Order of Taraka was going to have some human, some demon, I was like, what? is the Slayer allowed to kill human members of the Order of Taraka? I mean, no, but she did. Yeah. Didn't she? Whoops. Oopsie. What are you going to do? Oopsie. Arrest me? I'm going to become a policeman. <laughs> According to this test, I'm going to arrest myself. Uh, so a few little bits and pieces. The hold of the plane in which Kendra arrived was oh, yeah. turned upside down and used as a sewer tunnel. Wow. In the next oh. episode. That's, that is so interesting. That's I know. Cool. That's cool, huh? That's super cool. I love that it's shit. Repurposing. That's repurposing. Awesome. you got to love it. That's really I lo- yeah. I loved be- like I loved going into the sewer with um, <laughs> I loved going to the sewer with Angel and Spike. Oh, it's great stuff. It was it was a great change of yeah. location. Yeah. Was- yeah. We'll talk about that more next episode. That's yeah. next. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right, right. That's yeah. next episode, yeah. Oh, uh, and <laughs> spoilers. Spoilers. I seen yeah. <laughs> oh my god. We're definitely not going to talk about it in out. 2 minutes. <laughs> Uh, and then when Xander and Cordelia break into Buffy's house, so there was actually like, there was actually a real house that they used for the set, um, even like in the interior shots. Yep. But You mean Buffy's house? Buffy's house. Yeah, because I've seen it in other shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they actually, between the filming of the first part of mm-hmm. um, What's My Line and the second part of What's My Line, they shifted the Cordy Xander filming from the real house to the soundstage. And they had like rebuilt rooms in the soundstage. Yeah. And so like the second, like when we go back, when we get, when we go back there next episode, that's filmed differently. And you can just see a very subtle change in the windows. They go from being real glass to being like these, these um, like, um, what are they? They're like slim panes of non-see-through glass. It's just mental. Yeah. Mm. And they do non-through see-through glass, obviously, because you can't see out onto the street now. So, yeah. yeah. So there you go. There you go. Bit of insight into how it all works. The magic of television. (laughs) That's it. Cool. Tell us what your favourite line is from your notes there, Chris. (laughs) 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 Uh. Well, I'm, I'm, I've revised my notes here. Oh, yeah? The ones <laughs> sitting in front of you there? Yes. Yeah. 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 These yeah. notes, Good. long, extensive. These Good. real notes. Thousands of words. Mm. Uh, and I'm going to have to get my favorite line of the episode, uh, an Oz line. Yep. Go love Oz. Canapé. Ah, uh, look, it's a great Nailed moment. Nailed it. Yeah. Nailed it. It's a good moment and an easy one to remember because it's only one word. True. So yeah. well done. And yeah. it's just part of the scene where he's being so cool. So cool you know, and cute and adorable. And, and he's already him. identified Willow as that girl and he's yeah. just like, yeah. he's like, don't great. overplay it. It's yeah. great. Um, <clears throat> Mabel. I... Um, I I love Willow's line when Giles questions her and she goes, I have frog fear. Yeah, nice. Delivered well, hilarious line, hilarious addition to her character. Um, Love it. It's great stuff. Yeah. Well, look, we heard it. We loved it. We all did. Oh, God. 
Colour me stunned. Fuck. <laughs> That's your favourite line? I'm calling it. It's Colour my favourite line. stunned. And, I, and, and it's particularly my favourite. I don't even know if it was when we first started this, but it definitely is now because it needs the love. No, you guys didn't okay. love it enough. Okay, oh, well, okay. colour us stunned. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Eye roll. Uh, um, and... Winning the episode. Winning the episode. Uh, so we usually pick like characters or costumes or all sorts of things. Today I'm picking a scene. Oh, I just I could not stop laughing when I was watching it. Just Angel barging into this dive bar <laughs> and this slimy piece <laughs> yeah. of shit behind yeah. the bar, and it's just such a cliche. And um, they know it. They know it that they're doing it. Some big guy, you know, beats up this little Weasley dude to get the information out of him. Blah blah blah. And it was such a cliche, beat for beat, that classic, that classic scene that's in every fucking gangster movie. Uh, and I just could not stop laughing the whole the whole time. It was <laughs> yeah. just beat yeah. for beat, the exact same scene. I, I, I also feel like David Boreanaz appreciates like having a scene where he can be a different angel yeah. for a second yeah. you know? he does he, he gets a lot out of that he got a moment where he wasn't just like sad, sad and broody yeah. i think he gets Buffy. sick of playing that yeah character. so i think he fucking loved that scene. yeah and i loved him in it and yeah. great pick great pick. great pick mabel um i think i think i just have to choose you know, the plot twist at the end of the episode. Oh, yeah. Kendra oh, is not good. Yeah. Kendra is yeah, a second course, slayer. The yeah. whole episode that leads up to it. whole thing. You have no idea. Going, mm. And it just ends perfectly. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, even, even watching it for the billionth time where I already know it is, it's still good it's to still watch. Good. Like, they yeah. still just do it so well that they even though I well. know, I'm, it's just you can still see how well it's done. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No, it's fabulous. It's yeah. yeah, that that is the winner of winning the episode this week. I think. <laughs> wow. Uh, but I will tell you what mine is, and it is of course the look on Oz's face. Oh, no. it's Willow oh, oh, yeah. Sutton. It's so good. Oh, yeah. It's oh, so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's lovely. It's lovely. So, Chris, tell us where to find you. Oh, yeah. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Creaslip, C R E A Slip. Very good. Mabel, um, you've been doodling. Oh, yeah, fuck. You have. They're awesome. They are Thank awesome. You. Um, yeah, so I have an Instagram, Mabel Me Doodle, where I'm making a real effort to post something every single day in April. And I so far have, I almost forgot last night. I saw. It was, yeah. yeah. And it's, it, every night it's just me. It gets to like 11.50. I'm like, shit, got to find inspiration and draw something in 10 minutes before midnight. Well, that's um, amazing. Hmm. You are very talented. Yeah, <laughs> I've been kind of missing the midnight deadlines, but I've been, it's just before uh, I go to sleep. Right. Within my day. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Mabel Me Doodle. Um, is there anything else? Yeah, you can follow my Twitter still. Mabel Me Bored. Yeah. 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 Great. Woo. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Miggles French, or my cat, putting underscore kit. Uh, you can also find me on YouTube and uh, follow us. Yeah. yeah. Buffy Strayer on Twitter and Instagram. Buffy the Vampire Slayer on Facebook. Send us an email, Strayer at Gmail. Yeah, yeah. And that is all the things. Yeah, I've actually changed it all. Our Facebook is also Buffy Strayer. Oh, our, our Facebook is also Buffy Strayer. <laughs> Good job, social media expert. <laughs> That's me. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right then. Good. Find us as, uh, on on all of the things as Buffy, Buffy Strayer. Strayer. All of all of the things. Damn right. Yeah. See you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Australians watching Buffy. It's Buffy the Vampire Strayer.
Um, yes. So what's my line was written by some people. Yeah, cool story. Love her, guys. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> uh, sorry, were you going to say something before we moved on? No, nah, do this. Do this. Okay. Then I'll, then I'll...